If you could use Bitcoin to buy things like a chocolate bar at your local grocery shop, would you? There are many reasons to spend Bitcoin. For example, you could spend Bitcoin to learn about Bitcoin. Perhaps you would buy a chocolate bar with Bitcoin to try out the technology and gain a new experience. Spending Bitcoin and even just holding Bitcoin are fantastic ways to begin to tumble down the Bitcoin hole. Spending and holding Bitcoin are great ways to learn about Bitcoin because nothing beats immersive learning. You could spend Bitcoin to help Bitcoin grow in terms of users. By spending Bitcoin where they accept it and by asking your local merchants to accept Bitcoin, you provide incentive for further development of infrastructure. More and better Bitcoin ATMs more and better exchanges, more ways to accept Bitcoin and ultimately more merchants accepting Bitcoin. You could spend Bitcoin to inspire. Perhaps you want to transmit your passion for Bitcoin to a friend, a family member or a colleague. And what better way than gifting them a few Satoshis that they could use to buy a chocolate bar on their own. That would be a fun and diffusing experience for someone who's new to Bitcoin. It would make Bitcoin much less scary and much less abstract. There are many reasons to spend Bitcoin, but from an economic perspective, it doesn't make a lot of sense to spend Bitcoin at this point in time. The reason it doesn't make sense to spend Bitcoin right now, at least not mindlessly, is because Bitcoin is an appreciating asset. By that, I mean that Bitcoin's purchasing power will increase with time. In 2010, you needed 10,000 Bitcoins to buy two pizzas. Today you can buy a used but fairly decent car for just one full Bitcoin. In a few years, one full Bitcoin could buy a decent home. And who knows where Bitcoin's purchasing power will be when it's time for the next generation to inherit our generation's Bitcoins. So what is it that makes Bitcoin an appreciating asset? Bitcoin has many great qualities that makes it superior to all other forms of money that have existed prior to Bitcoin. But let's look at something really fundamental about Bitcoin that makes it an appreciating asset, namely Bitcoin's heavily skewed supply and demand. Bitcoin's monetary system is disinflationary, meaning that the rate at which new Bitcoins are created is gradually decreasing until the inflation rate or issuance rate is at zero and no more Bitcoins will be created. In other words, Bitcoin has a fixed supply. And this is a much bigger deal than it sounds. Here's why. The dollar, like all fiat currencies, has a supply that is constantly being expanded. We have no idea how many new dollars are created out of thin air every day. And we have no idea how many dollars there are in the world. But we do know this. Substantially more dollars are created than are being destroyed. And hence, the currency supply is being diluted at an alarming pace. This is known as quantitative easing, which is a fancy word for extreme money printing. When the currency supply is diluted, as vast amounts of new currencies constantly being injected into the economy, the purchasing power of each unit, each dollar, is gradually reduced. We notice this reduced purchasing power of the dollar as prices going up, as food, oil, real estate, transportation, etc. getting more expensive. But what is really going on? is that the purchasing power of the dollar is reduced due to more and more dollars entering circulation. Just think about what a pair of jeans, an apartment or a bar of chocolate cost when you were a kid. And how much do they cost now? How much does it cost to fill up your car or buy an apartment today compared to when your parents were your age? The increase in prices is a consequence of inflation. 
Bitcoin is disinflationary, which means that Bitcoin has a predetermined and predictable slowdown in its issuance rate. At the time of making this video, Bitcoin's inflation rate is about 4%, meaning that Bitcoin's supply is increased by 4% year to year. This is an amazing chart. It contains a world of information. On the x-axis, we have time, but here measured in number of blocks or block height as it's known. 210,000 blocks is roughly four years. So every little box here is four years. On the left-hand y-axis, we have number of Bitcoins. If we follow the blue line and look at the y-axis, the supply started at zero. About 17.5 million Bitcoins have been created so far, and there is never going to be more than 21 million Bitcoins, meaning that there are only 3.5 million Bitcoins left to be mined. If you're born in the 80s, you will reach the age of retirement somewhere around here, when 20.98 million out of Bitcoin's 21 million Bitcoins will have been mined. On the right-hand y-axis, we see Bitcoin's issuance rate or inflation. In the beginning, there were no Bitcoins, so the expansion of the supply was exponential. Then we see very clearly that Bitcoin's inflation rate is decreasing in steps. This continuous slowdown in inflation rate will continue until there are no more Bitcoins left to mine, giving Bitcoin a fixed final supply of 21 million. We know exactly how many Bitcoins there are right now. We know exactly how many new are being created every day. And we know exactly how many Bitcoins there will be at any given point in time in the future. Bitcoin's issuance model is predetermined and predictable and works like this. Miners mine Bitcoin blocks. With every newly mined Bitcoin block, new Bitcoins spring into existence. One block is mined on average every 10 minutes, meaning that new Bitcoins are created every 10 minutes. This is how new Bitcoins are issued. In the beginning, 50 new Bitcoins were created with every new block. Every 210,000 blocks, or roughly every four years, the issuance rate is cut in half. So after the first 210,000 blocks, after the first four years, the issuance rate dropped from 50 new Bitcoins every 10 minutes to 25 new Bitcoins every 10 minutes. Four years later, there was another halving event, and the issuance rate dropped from 25 new Bitcoins with every new block to 12.5 new Bitcoins with every new block. And this is where we are now. The next halving event will be next year in 2020. Then there will only be 6.25 new Bitcoins with every new block. The supply of Bitcoin is fixed at 21 million and the issuance rate is gradually reduced as we approach that number. The last Bitcoin will be mined sometime around the year 2140. Unlike the dollar, Bitcoin will by design not have its supply expanded over time. Demand will increase, but the supply will not. And this is very important. Just like real estate on Manhattan, Bitcoin's supply is inelastic. It cannot grow which is going to drive demand into the skies. There are 7.5 billion people in the world, but only 21 million Bitcoins. There won't even be enough Bitcoins for every millionaire in the States to own a full Bitcoin. You do the math. Demand will increase, but the supply will not. The dollar's purchasing power decreases over time because it has a constantly expanding supply, which gives us, the people, incentive to spend our fiat fast before it loses any more of its purchasing power. Then there's Bitcoin providing us, the people, with incentive to save instead of spending because Bitcoin increases in value over time. 